When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, good morning. Welcome in week one college football. Mississippi State will host Southeast Louisiana. And this is, uh, I think it's Zach Arnett's debut. I understand that he he coached the bowl game. And uh, he and everybody around him, including, you know, Dr. Keenum and everybody involved did an amazing job uh, to get those players um, you know, in some kind of right frame of mind to play the game. But Zach Arnett, first-year head coach, uh, first game in the first season, and uh, this league is not kind to first-year head coaches. And I do want y'all to take note that the league, I know we're not going to have the East and the West after this year, but the league totally changed in the last few months or year, however you want to say it. And here's what happened. LSU now has an adult as their head coach. Not good for State and Ole Miss. A&M now has a big-time play caller, Bobby Petrino. And he is calling plays. He is. Now, how it'll go all season, I don't know, but he is calling plays and has been. And then three, like him or not, Hugh Freeze can flat-out call plays. So it's a totally different game than just a few months ago, much less a year ago. All right, so we welcome in Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com, the Boneyard Podcast. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Steve, is there, can you tell us something intriguing? I mean, I know we've gone through almost four weeks of practice and the, the ebb and flow and back and forth of all that. Is there anything that you're looking at going into week one? I don't mean about the game. They should win by 100. But like that, you're like, man, I'm really looking forward to seeing this because of X. Well, I'm curious to see how much you're going to run football. And uh, obviously against an FCS opponent, you're going to be largely vanilla, but philosophically, you know, it's like, Hey, you know, you run some of your base stuff, but I'm just curious to see how much the play calling changes under Barbe. We know that there is pretty dramatic change schematically with alignment and things like that. Of course, some concepts of the air raid continue, but, it's going to be a change, but I just I'm curious to see what kind of balance they show, uh, and just get, you know really just kind of what the team looks like. Now I've got a, I've got a long time source that uh, has probably watched uh, more Mississippi State football practice in the last decade than anybody, 
and uh some couple of days ago and I said, What do you think? And he said, Well, uh, I like what I see and I said, Well, that's big words coming from you and he goes, Yeah, because I've never said that to you. And uh I think that's an important aspect of this too, is that there's just so much of the unknown with all of this and uh, you know, the defense we know we expect them to be salty. We feel like that especially a linebacker group can be really, really good. Um, but you know, what's this running game going to look like? And uh, you know what you got in Woody Marks. I mean, do you play four or five running backs on Saturday just to get some guys some reps? I mean, ordinarily you wouldn't play this game, you know, week one. Um, so it's not like you're saving guys for next week. But uh, you'd like to get some film with some of these younger guys. I'm just curious how much of those guys play and how much they run football. Okay, what would you like to – I mean, Marks, you, you know what you have. Yeah, he wants to run a little bit, break a sweat, probably rip off a big run, maybe even score a touchdown. But quite frankly, in the big, in the grand scheme of things, who cares? I mean, does he get about seven or eight touches, and then you go with the other all those these guys that people? And I don't know if all of them are going to be SEC worthy. I I tend to be very very cautiously optimistic, um, you know, and a realist. But uh, how about this over under? Where would you go with Marks as far as touches? I don't know, maybe 10. I mean, you know, I, I certainly don't want to see him in the second half. You know what I mean? It's like, especially with, you know, all this discussion about, you know, what, what you've seen from Simeon Price and Jeffrey Pittman and Kevon Lee and, and then Seth Davis, there's just no need, you know, to, to play Woody Marks deep into this ball game, you know, and hopefully the game goes the way you expect it to. But, yeah, I remember there's a radio show host in Mississippi that I have some interaction with it said several years ago on Twitter, you get through halftime, okay, let's put our feet up and watch the kids play. You know, and so and that that guy was you, obviously, but uh that's kinda <laughs> how I see these games. You know, it's like get your guys in there, get a lead, get them out. Right. Get some from the younger guys, save some wear and tear for later in the year, you know, and so yeah, I mean, yeah, Woody may see a little more than that, but past the, the you know first drive in the third quarter I, I don't want to see anybody anybody that's a casual fan knows their name on recall I don't want to see that guy uh, I couldn't agree more Steve Robertson Gene's page 247 sports his board has been uh heated up and ready as they go into week one of the football season Zach Arnett um as the head coach Barbay everybody's talking about the Mississippi State offense what will it look like will it transition how long will it take to get up and running and trying to balance that with a quarterback who's played a ton of football so people a lot of people are hedging that they can expedite that process because Will has played so much football what are you hearing about tell me anything you can tell me about the tight end position the last four weeks well, I mean, you know, obviously they're not going to tell us if things are going poorly, but the one thing that Zach Arnett and Barbe have both mentioned is drops at the tight end position. You know, and, you know, Rylan Godet, if memory serves me correct, he has not caught a football in a college football game in four years of service, you know. And so uh, Jaquarius Spivey obviously was a jumbo X at Mississippi State, you know, so he's got some ability. And I've seen Antonio Harmon do a few things, but, yeah, the way they want to utilize this position, I mean, obviously you, you've had to rebuild the room from scratch and the portal helps because you're able to add two super seniors to come in there and play. But, you know, I, I don't like hearing they're dropping the football because, I mean, you, you, you basically are making a big shift and you want to use those guys as additional blockers, but they have to be 
weapons in the passing game to, to keep people honest. And that, that that's something, I guess, that I'm concerned about. But the reality of it is, is you've got some guys who played a lot of snaps, just hadn't played them here, you know. And so right. hopefully you can kind of get some chemistry built up with those guys. I know the offensive linemen, I've asked them all as we spoke to them, they're excited about having that extra blocker out there, especially those tacklers. <laughs> and uh, offensive line guys want to run the football. You know, I mean, they, they really don't want to get back on their heels and pass block. Uh, they have to, but, you know, what you really want to do is fire off the football and kind of win that war of attrition. And I think, you know, having that extra blocker, of course, kind of maintain, sets up some massive matchups that are advantageous for the offense. Oh, but, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, they like getting downhill on people. And that's the thing, too. You, we talk about, you know, Nick Jones and Dollar Bill Johnson and Percy Lewis all kind of, you know, cross-training for those two left-side positions. Can you imagine late in the ball game? Uh, Percy Lewis and Dollar Bill Johnson running behind those guys and just, you know, plowing people in the ground. I mean, you know, that's that's something you wouldn't have seen, you know, the last three years. No, I, it's a double-edged sword, you know. Um, I, I had an NFL scout tell me, and we were out at the NFL draft when Charles Cross was taken, but I had an NFL scout say, you know, all the reps that Cross got in pass blocking was such a valuable, tremendous asset for him as far as because of the air rate, because of his growth, Steve. So it's a, you know, I go back and forth on that, but I, I get what you're saying. I, I definitely understand that offensive linemen like to go um, downhill rather than always in uh, in pass blocking uh, situations. Steve Robertson, the Boneyard Podcast on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. This interview is brought to you by the amazing uh, bacon cheeseburgers at Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Starkville, and Tupelo. Bulldog Burger will be happening uh, this weekend in Starkville, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Okay, I've asked you before, but, you know, it's been a few weeks. I'm going to harp on it uh, because Justin Robinson can have a big year. The question is, can he get it right between the years, and does he have enough dog in him? What have you heard about his fall slash 120-degree camp? Well, you know, he's been kind of limited as of late with an ankle injury. You know, it's not expected to be a long-term thing, but I, I don't know if he plays Saturday. I, I know he'd love to play Saturday. I don't know if he's capable of playing Saturday. And, you know, if it, there's no need to play him Saturday if he's not 100%. But uh, but as far as, like, long-term, yeah, I, I like what I've seen from the guy. Because, you know, number one, you think about, too, the fact he's going to see so much more man-to-man coverage this year. You know, it's not going to be go out there and, you know, do a – eight-yard curl and then fight for the first down. He's going to be able to get out there and throw the ball up for him a little bit. And so, and you mentioned, well, Rodgers, a guy that obviously knows a lot about ball placement. But, um, yeah, I think so. But, I, you know, I, honestly, I think that the big mark with receivers is just, you know, too loose sliding inside and getting Xavier Thomas on the field. Sure. I mean, that's, you know, it's like Justin Robinson, yeah, we expect him to have a big year. But you, you don't you don't have to have him to have the big year. You know what I'm saying? He could just have a good year. And you could have a great year. And I think a lot of it's just uh, knowing uh, to get guys in the right position. And I think Chad Bumpus was a tremendous hire, and not just because of the fact he's one of our own, but this is a guy that has played in the slot in the Southeastern Conference. And I think Tula Griffin really benefits from that insight. I mean, to have that guy that knows what it takes to do it at a high level in this league as your coach, that's significant. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. 
I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. How comfortable do you think Will Rogers is in the new offense? Well, you know, I've talked to him on and off the record. And, and uh, yeah, the main thing he was this summer is just kind of getting everybody else up to speed on terminology and things like that. I mean, I, I think Will benefits so much from being a coach's kid. You know, I mean, it's like he has seen so many of these concepts already, you know, his whole life. And, you know, now he's played in these things. But the reality of it is, is other than, you know, maybe making some side adjustments and kind of figuring out how people are going to attack you from a pass rush because of the different alignments. I, I think it's been a pretty easy transition for Will, and it helps being smart. You know, that, that's one thing so we we almost underscore sometimes with Will Rogers. I mean, you people look at the numbers and they think, ah, oh, you know, he's done some big things. Will is extremely intelligent, and uh, not to mention – you got some veteran guys around you, so you don't have to spend a whole lot of time kind of pulling those guys along. I mean, you got you know five offensive linemen that have got you know several snaps of SEC play under their belt, and so that aspect of it's really really good. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 very comfortable what Will's going to do, and I think in many ways a lot of the burden of the offense has been lifted from his shoulders. You know, I think in the past so much of it was on Will. And he handled it pretty well at times, and other times he didn't. But I think now with, you know, with the the fact that he's not going to see so much uh, drop eight and two high safeties, I think Will can uh, can do some things that maybe perhaps he didn't get to do regularly last year. Steve Robertson on the Out of Bounds Show. Let Let's go to the defensive side of the football. Who had the better camp, Travion Williams? I know they don't play the same position, but Travion Williams or John Lewis? Well, you know, we, we get such a limited amount of practice to see. A lot of times, you know, we're out there, but only, only half of what we see is the varsity. But, uh, you know, you know, talking to David Turner and talking to some of these guys out there, I think they feel good about both of those guys. I think John Lewis, really good chance that he's going to play starter reps. You know, I think he and J.P. Purvis will rotate a good bit. But I think John Lewis is going to get the most significant action of his college career. And I think Trevion's a guy, too, that, Trevion might actually have more uh, a higher ceiling, but because of the fact he is a younger guy playing behind a very experienced group, uh, I think he's going to get second team reps. But he's going to play a significant amount too. But I think John Lewis can be a difference maker, and he needs to be. I mean, you lose Tyrus Wheat uh, was a guy that always impacted the play, even if he didn't make the tackle. And so there's some big shoes to fill there. But you know, JP Purvis is a guy that's been here forever and a day that uh, has kind of played all over the defense. The state has some good options there. Uh, but I think John's probably the guy you look at and say, hey, who who could be a difference maker on this team that maybe wasn't last year? I think John's the first name on that list. Are you buying Deontay Anderson? Hi. I am, but situationally. You know what I mean? Like if you're if you're in third and 11, third and 12, and it's an obvious pass rush situation, yeah, you, 
you trot him out there as a seven technique and let him chase the quarterback. You know, I, I don't know that at this point that he is an every down player, you know, like would he be in there on third and short? Probably not, you know, but I think you use him just kind of situationally and David Turner will know how to use him, you know, perhaps as good as anybody in the country. But uh, yeah, I, I think he plays a good bit, but I think it's more situational type football. Oh, who else? Give me another name that may have a little buzz. And I don't mean, you know, everybody knows Crummity and Bookie and Jet Pickering, those those guys, DeCamrion. Um, uh, is there another name that could be in the two deep that is showing that he could play a lot as the year plays out or people believe he's got a lot of potential? Calvin Dinkins from Lake High School and uh, redshirted last year. And people forget this. I mean, he was kind of a late bloomer. You know, he was committed early on. I think Southern Miss was involved with him, Arkansas State. And the next thing you know, it's Florida and Mississippi State and it's Baylor, you know. So he really blossomed as a senior and uh, wanted to come here, you know. So it wasn't uh, a total surprise when State got involved with him. But, yeah, this is a big, robust, you know, barrel-chested guy that's out here that uh, is kind of raised in small-town Mississippi they kind of understand what it means to wear the maroon and white. So I think that's a guy, and, and he's been singled out several times by Arnett, uh, Matt Brock, you know, the other defensive linemen mentioned him as a guy that's going to be a big part of things. And that, that's a guy uh, that I think a lot of our fans maybe don't know a lot about. They're going to look up and say, hey, who's that number 35 out there? Well, it's Calvin Dinkins. And, and I, I do think that he is the guy that gives them the ability to save some wear and tear on that first team group. Cause I don't think there's a tremendous amount of drop off. I think when you look at, you know, his ceiling as a natural athlete, you know, he might even be better than some of the guys in front of him. He just needs reps. But uh, I think this is a guy that's going to be another Mississippi state, you know, success story of, you know, an interior defensive lineman from small town, Mississippi that ends up having a chance to play for football someday. All right. Uh, I guess we'll leave it there. Did I? I mean, I I could go special teams. You want to give yeah, me I mean, anything think, there? Well, I mean, you know what you got on the return game. I mean, you know, you got two Americans back. Yeah, with Xavion and Tulu, and you know, I think teams are going to do all they can to try to get touchbacks, just because you know, the more times you kick it, the more possibility there is that you make an ESPN Sports Center. I mean, you know, that's, that's the last thing you want is your kicker on some other team's highlights. But you're going to see that a lot, Mississippi State this year, but. Uh, you know, I'm inter- eager to see what Crimmins does, the punter, you know, the Australian guy. And Eric Bailey seems to really like him. And, uh, you know, they've kind of joked a little bit about, you know, the, 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 the changes and acclimation he's had to make, you know, coming to America from Australia. But uh, apparently he's done a great job. And I'm just curious to see how they handle this Australian rules thing. You know, we've seen it with other teams. We've never seen it at Mississippi State. All right. We'll leave it there. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it, man. Steve Robertson on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. That interview was brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Startville, and Tupelo. Enjoy the amazing burgers, the uh, super delicious appetizers, including the fried pickles, Philly spring rolls. They've got these soft pretzel bites. They're fantastic. All at Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Starble, and Tupelo. So we have two snoozers this weekend, but you should be excited. I mean, you get to watch your team play. And new people and all that kind of stuff. Um, 
And we'll see how that looks. Jason's got Ole Miss going 10 and 2 or 11 and 1 with maybe a blemish at Georgia. And I don't know. ULM. ULM and Georgia. Those are the two in the air. Okay. ULM and Georgia. Uh, but I figure Alabama at Alabama is nothing to it, right? Yeah, no. I, I mean, I popped my popcorn over the weekend, so I'm, I'm but, good to go. No Tabasco, though. Uh, Didn't do any Tabasco yet. I'm so skeptical. Louisiana hot sauce on popcorn is amazing. Now, somebody text earlier that they put some Jonesy Q ecstasy rub on their popcorn over the weekend, and that's amazing, too. Jeff Jones dropped that on us, you know, three years ago. Um, uh, we do the love rub all the time. You can't, you can't beat it. But uh, that was kind of funny. And, uh, but <laughs> anyway, uh, Louisiana hot sauce on popcorn, that, that's, a, that's a game day staple. You going to the Ole Miss game this weekend? I'm not. I'm actually going to the beach this weekend. You're not going to hotty toddy? I'll hotty toddy from Orange Beach. 100%. What, what about uh, you didn't want to sit in the north end zone that Ross Bjork did? Yeah, no, I, I did my time. You know, I, I got to live it up. I had the pleasure of getting to sit in the sun for 11 a.m. games like, you know, LSU and Arkansas and who was it? Uh, like Coastal Carolina, maybe one year, something like that. Coastal Carolina. Yeah, so I've, I think I've done my time in the north end zone. Okay. It's a good place to fry. It's a rite of passage as, yeah. a, as a freshman. Ross Bjork did an amazing job with that expansion. <laughs> it's all for the students, man. I used, the student section used to be in the south end zone, yeah, and it would always be covered. Right. But then they figured, well, we'll give that to the people who pay more to money. To the alums. Yeah. Sure. And so, you know, kind of makes sense. I yeah. mean, it, you will fry in, the, in those stands at an 11 a.m. game. That's Y'all for sure. are a 1 o'clock kick in Mississippi State's a 3 o'clock kick? Yeah, 1 and 3. Okay. Man, it'd be great if the weather would break again. Um, look up what Oxford looks like on Saturday, Jason. And we'll see from there. I can't believe you're not going to um, wear your Southern Mars shirt and Ray-Bans in the Grove um, and and go all in on chicken tenders. I'm very disappointed. Hey, uh, Oxford, high of 87 on Saturday. That's nice. So I mean, compared to 103... That's and especially if you've got any kind of shade and man, if you can get a breeze, that could be for that this time of year about as good as you can ask for. Yes, Oxford and Starkville partly cloudy. Starkville high of eighty nine, Oxford high of eighty seven. Okay, man, so, if if the clouds come out, this could be great. We'll all be rejoicing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, if the clap, man, it'd be great for for our Ole Miss and Mississippi State friends and alums. If it is cloudy and it will stay under ninety. And you can buy a little bit of a breeze. That's about as good as it gets. And that was brought to you by an ice cold bush light. Uh, enjoy, and our bush light caller line, 601-707-3750. 601-707-3750. Brought to you by an ice cold bush light. Make sure to get them in the cooler. Get all the ice around them. Let them get good and cold. And then uh, go ahead and grab one. Reach way down in there in the cooler, in the bag cooler, and get you an ice-cold 
bush light and then either drink it out of the can or whatever cup you prefer. How about that? All right, what else do we have going on? Uh, Dak Prescott, we talked about Prescott calling plays over the weekend. He looked like the best offensive coordinator in the league. Um, does that surprise you? I mean, is there anything he doesn't do well? I don't, I mean, he wins a ton of games for a dysfunctional franchise and he played offensive coordinator over the weekend and they looked good. It's pretty good. People on Twitter saying uh, he's going to be Mississippi State head coach whenever he's uh, done in the NFL. What do you think about that? That will not happen because <laughs> uh, he's getting close to being worth a half a billion dollars. Yeah. And he will not take that stress or that grind even for, name your number, six to eight million a year. So he's already worth a few hundred million. Um, he's in this time and day and age where he could be worth a billion dollars. Um, let's just say he's got... He's still young, Jason. He's got seven to nine years left. Dallas is about to re-sign him. He's got endorsements out the you-know-what. He'll easily get to six, seven, eight hundred million. I don't know. Nope. He's not going to take the Mississippi State job. That's a shame. Shame for the Bulldogs. Now, he made like, uh, he and some other buddies made like buying to a Formula One racing team. Or something okay. like that. Yeah, I could Those see that. Those are the kind of opportunities that are come are going to come to Dak Prescott because of one, he's playing at a time with insane money. Um, but and now, could I see him, Jason? I don't even know if he'll call games. He'll have made so much money. Would he be good as a color analyst? Yes. Did you see him and Brady talk? Tom Brady talking before the game. Yeah. What about those? Uh, clean jeans Brady was wearing. Brady, he's in his hot boy phase. And he's he's uh, he's dating a, a supermodel that's like 10 years younger. You know, who knows where this is going. We are the Out of Bounds Show. <laughs> We're brought to you by the Purple Mattress at any of the Miskelly Sleep Stores.